Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller North by Northwest, one minute of screen time per episode. This is Minute 114, quite possibly the greatest naked Cary Grant minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Chris Derkach, also from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And my name is Guy Hutchinson. I'm the co-host of Drunk on Disney. Excited to talk to you guys because this, I feel, is a very significant, very Hitchcock-esque moment of cinema. I mean, he is, Hitchcock is at the peak of his powers at this point. This, this to me stands out because this is a moment where we're seeing a man get dressed in a, in a, an era where this was not common and it, it feels odd it feels like out of place that we're watching Cary Grant put his clothes on um I remember uh in a completely unrelated movie but the the mask with Jim Carrey there's a sequence where he's in the jail and he's putting the toilet paper across the toilet seat and I heard the commentary track and the director was like you know what we were in the scene and I was like I've never seen anybody do that in a movie. And I feel like this, in this movie, the idea that we were seeing a man put all of his clothes on is unique. We see his yellow boxers. Uh, we see him dress in something that people would have seen in real life, but not in a motion picture. It is interesting to like, it, you, I guess just as modern day people or, you know, the people of a, our era, you think back and you're like, everyone was just so prude back then. And obviously you had to skate around whatever the rules were. But Hitchcock was not one to skate around. He would he would skate around, but he would be like, "I'm going to be very obvious and let everybody." I mean, yeah. Psycho famously <laughs> has a, a black brassiere, which was a oh yeah. Well, it was the she does the uh, white brassiere until she has the affair, and then it's black. <laughs> that's right. Got to go black. <laughs> but even then, that's like 1960. You're like this. This is a basically topless woman here, and we've had the whole week. Me and Chris have had topless Cary Grant. This this yeah. is weird because he's been walking around in a towel for the whole week, but apparently he's had those yellow bo- the yellow boxers on. I listen. I'm telling towel. you, when I saw him in that towel, they don't look like there's a boxers on or anything. <laughs> <laughs> the yellow boxers is an interesting choice too. Like I feel like baby blue. I'd re- I'd respect. I'd respect even like uh even like o- even like od design. green. Like he like it was the kind of boxers you get in the service. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like yellow is such a it's it's springtime yeah. in his pants. Well, I, I think it's <laughs> judging from Harry Cary Grant acts in this movie, it makes sense because he is in full Cary Grant mode in this movie of just like like nothing bothers me. The man gets kidnapped and he just like acts like it's a minor inconvenience. <laughs> he never bats an eye. He never bats an eye. He's like, oh, yeah, he gets kidnapped me. and goes, "All right, don't ruin the surprise. Don't tell me where we're going." <laughs> <laughs> so jeff chris explain to me in this sequence where are we are we in a hospital room? we're somewhere between a hospital and a jail cell <laughs> yeah it's more of like an interrogation room but i do yeah. believe it's in a hospital <laughs> here's why i wonder now i know this is a different era but it appears that so there's an area where you would sit if you were visiting the person in this room, and there's a an ashtray clearly. Right Did you? Next say, okay, there's, there's two ashtrays. Two ashtrays. There's there's one on the cart. If you look over the professor's left shoulder, they have one of those carts, yep. which apparently have not changed in the last seventy years, because that's the exact cart you're yeah. going to get if you go to a hospital right now. Yeah. Except know, that one, you can push the ashtray over. To you, <laughs> yeah. Except that one's got the ashtray on it. Any different? It's. 
It's perfect. It's per. It's sheer perfection. Yeah. I don't know why anybody. Yeah, somebody somebody made that in probably 1931, and they're like, "That's it. Like we're done. We are done here." You yeah, say we're that shu- we're shutting the shop Jeff. down. We're done. But the little basin they give you is still that little tan. Oh, basin the one you can puke in. That one from 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's still the same one too. <laughs> The stupid pitcher, the stupid pl- uh, plastic pitcher that's that beige color. But you know what's not usually this. in your hospital room? Half-naked Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just been... And uh, a guy, I don't know. Would you? What would be your estimate of Cary Grant's age in this movie? Ooh, ooh. We've yeah. discussed it already, but Guy, we want to hear it from you. Uh, well, you can do both. You can do what you think his real age is and what you might think they're trying to play him at. I, no, I want to say he's thirty-three. Yeah, you want his actual age, fifty-four. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's what I did. And what exactly are they playing? I, I, I mean, they don't actually say. I think they're pushing for like you know mid forties type guy because the love yeah. interest is he in her thirties, which for this era is not that bad. Only like a ten-year difference. You think they're aiming at even the twenty-year difference no. is not that bad for back then. He looks great. I mean, he looks really good. Uh, and this was an era where you didn't dye yeah. your hair. Um, so that's what throws me off is I feel like if it's today, you say, well, he's got a full head of black hair. Uh, he's probably dying. I also feel like you know? if you look at people from um, this era, because the big joke is you look at people back then and you're like, oh, my God, this guy looks 65 years old. And they're like, he's 31. I feel like it was the opposite. Like people right. looked older back then. Yeah. If, no, not I Cary mean, Grant. Well, I guess that's why he was Cary Grant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he looks great. I think uh, uh, he looks fantastic sliding in those in those slacks and putting on. Yeah, he's shoes. got his slacks. I, again, this is a time where somebody's coming into a hospital to give you clothes. If if you know if I came to give you clothes right now, guy at the hospital, it's going to be a pair of sweatpants uh-huh. and you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, he's getting, he's getting dressed up. He, he's not formal though, because it's only slacks and a dress shirt. It's it, and when he when the guy when the professor handed them to him, he was like, "These should do you for now." Like, it, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> all he needs is a tie and a jacket for Christ's yeah, sake. He, so, do we know how old uh, Leo G. Carroll, the professor? I mean, if I'm going off of. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, what year this was, was 1959. This? He's yeah. 51. He's, he's 27 years old. <laughs> I'm going to say he's 64. I, I don't know if we, I don't think we looked him up or not because he's not like, uh, you know, he's not Cary Grant, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was. Oh, he, he had to be pretty old, though. Leo G. Carroll was born. Oh, my in God. 18- he was born in 1886. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if this is 1959. I mean, this guy's—he's an old, old man. I mean, he—he he looks like Les Nessman, who I know was like in his 30s. But he. So apparently, everybody they cast in this movie broke the mold of being like, no, I actually look younger than I am. Yeah, I don't know how he could be older. I well, mean, he's got to be like so. He's like 75, 76, maybe. Yeah. I would not have said that. I would have said 60s. He's—I would have said he was in his 60s. 25 October 1886. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. No, he is almost of that age where when they say his his like birthplace, they'd be like in, you know, the today. No. Oh, yeah. When you were born in the New Mexico Territory. 
Yeah, like Mexico <laughs> yeah. territory. Yeah, exactly. He is from, you know, like that era. Right. Um, but he was actually right. I, ha- I had to look it up because I needed to know who the who the president was sure. when he was born. His president was yep, – anybody want to take a guess who the president was when he was born? <laughs> uh, I want to say Andrew Johnson. What about you, Chris? I'm going to say Andrew Johnson. Why don't you pick another president? Why don't you pick one of the other 40-some presidents? Oh, Abraham God. Lincoln. It was Grover Cleveland, New Jersey's own. <laughs> ah, yes, New Jersey's own, buried in Princeton, New Jersey. Uh, and his daughter, so he was married when he was president, which was a big deal. People were very excited about that. He married an opera star and uh, Ruth... Uh, 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 Folsom Cleveland was his daughter who they had in the White House. It was a baby born in the White House. And the candy bar, Baby Ruth, um, they claimed to name it after her, uh, huh. which was pretty exciting. Which I, I still believe is a total uh, and, lie. And it's just named after Babe Ruth, but they didn't want to get sued. After Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah. I think the, I think you may be I think you may be on to something because by the time the candy bar was out I believe she he had already left the White House and I think she had passed on because she she died oh. relatively young um, but he was an interesting by the way just as a side note if you ever look at politics today and are like wow it's so sleazy oh, no, it and horrible you should go back and read about it so. One thing he did was he had uh, an infection in in his uh, teeth, in his gums, and so he was worried he was going to die in a surgery. So instead of having the surgery on land, he went onto a boat so he could have the surgery without anybody being able to find out about it. Um, And there was a real concern he was going to die during this surgery. He did not. Um, But he famously, before he was president of the United States, had a child out of wedlock. And so when he was running for president, they would do this. Now, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but they would, to, to, uh, to run against him, they would dress men in diapers and they would push baby carriages. I know that the dichotomy of that doesn't <laughs> it make sense. It sounds like a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> they would walk up and down neighborhood streets in big cities and going, uh, uh, hey, 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 ha, 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 where's my pa? He went to the White House, ha, ha, ha. Um, and uh, uh, Grover Cleveland, the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms, and uh, along with uh, Rose- uh, Franklin Roosevelt, who inspired the name of Roosevelt Franklin, I believe Grover Cleveland is the other president to inspire a famous Muppet. <laughs> Yeah, he's also the reason why you will lose the trivia question if somebody says, um, you know, this person is the 40th president, 45th president of the United States. How many people have been president uh, of the United States? And you go, 45. No, it's 44 because he's counted twice. Consecutive, yeah. Yeah. Counted twice, yeah. not consecutive. He was a real cool guy. He would, uh, he would, when he was in the White House, he would go to the bar down the street and lead them in drinking songs. Until oh my God, could you imagine, like? <laughs> he was a nut. Yeah, he was. He was the yeah. He, of yeah, because he hung a dude before he was president. <laughs> oh yeah. wow, he was a tough guy uh, and just a, a hard drinker. And yeah, the non-consecutive terms thing is fascinating to me, and it's always one that anytime we've had, you know, like uh, George H. Bush, who was uh, thrown out of office, you know, after his first term, you always think. Uh, is he going to go the Grover Cleveland route and make the big come? Because that's, I mean, that is the ultimate Hulk Hogan putting 
finger up doing the shake and then, and then hawking up and getting that big comeback. I mean, it's amazing. It's like he's coming from out of nowhere. Here he comes again. You know, he's like, it's it's getting thrown over the top rope, but only one foot touches the ground. You know, it's. Yeah, yeah. They're like, Richard Nixon is back. He I just, he's hit it. someone with a steel chair. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We we worked WWF uh, into the North by Northwest podcast somehow. We really classed this joint up somehow. Yeah, <laughs> I I will say about this. They mention um, Rapid City, South Dakota. I had to look up Rapid City because it's one of those city names that sounds fake. <laughs> um, it is the second most populous city. One hundred and fifty people live there. Um, <laughs> no, no, 67,956 as of the 2010 census. Wow. Um, they have uh, several popular attractions there, including Art Alley, Dinosaur Park, and the City of Presidents Walking Tour, which sounds fantastic. Uh, in neighboring Black Hills, there is Mount Rushmore, as well as the Crazy Horse Memorial and Custer State Park. Hmm. Mount Rushmore, by the way, is fascinating to me. Um, one day, I, I was—I just sat down. I was like, how do they do that? And I went on YouTube, and I spent like six hours <laughs> watching everything I could. And at the end... And I didn't retain it, but at the end, at that, if you asked me that day, I could have answered any question you had about Mount Rushmore. But <laughs> to, suffice to say, they built these gigantic, um, uh, but still scale, small replicas in a warehouse of what they were going to build, and they measured them, and, and a guy would jackhammer you know they would say okay you go down you know 30 feet because it's three feet on the on the model you get down 30 feet and jackhammer this much of the of the uh face of this mountain off wow so he didn't even know what he was jackhammering he was just making lines when they told him he yeah. was doing what he was talking and yeah, you, get, wow. you would get paid certain amounts for what kind of crazy job you were doing if you were the explosives guy you got paid more because those tended to go off before they pull people up <laughs> a lot of people didn't make it wow yeah, well, and like I said, it's it. The interesting thing about that is, I feel like you have the you got the four presidents up there, and I realize somebody else is going to cover Mount Rushmore minutes, but I don't care. I'm going to step on them for you. It's like, <laughs> you know, you have Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Roosevelt. Well, so here I know the reason for this. This I did. By the way, there. I just so in case nobody corrects us, there were no deaths during the. Uh, they, there were injuries, but no deaths during the making of Mount Rushmore, which took from 1927 to 1941. The reason that Theodore Roosevelt is on there is. He was one of he was a living human being that was a big backer of the project. This was a project that needed funding, and so that's why he. Yeah, was- I've, I've often said I put this on my Facebook more than once. Of say they were gonna now they're not gonna do this obviously because the, the Mount Rushmore itself was already con- contentious enough of like we're just gonna steal all this land and put some faces up there of the people that took it from you. <laughs> Yeah, it was very contentious. Yeah. Even at the time, people did. People were like, "This isn't art. This is, you know, uh, engineering." And you know, this is not even the guy who made it. It was not considered his his best piece of work. Um, but I always like people do the Mount. Yeah, Rushmore do the what's the Mount Rushmore of uh, you know Eagles players? The Mount Rushmore of WWF uh, superstars. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like that too. <laughs> I one time posted, I was like, my Mount Rushmore of presidents is George Washington, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln, which I thought was very funny. And I loved how many people were like, actually, I really yeah. prefer you well, know, JFK. Well, and, well, that's what I said. As a, um, you don't get it. As an exercise for people, I would say, okay, so I'm going to tell you, they're going to build another Mount Rushmore. They're going to put four more presidents on it. Who's your next four? The key is, you can only get one from the bottom 16. You're not going to pack it with founding fathers. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. Yeah. And then you got to pick one from like 1940 on. And then the rest you can pick from wherever. But like you can't just put the, the first five guys on there because that's the cop out. I'm just like, well, I'll just take the older guys to sign to the yeah. Constitution. <laughs> It's interesting, you know, one of the, uh, the they're kind of jammed in there in a weird fashion because one of the faces fell apart while they were making it. And so they had to kind of go back in. But they are all like super close. Like George Washington looks right because he's got his little collar there. But the rest of them are kind of like jammed in like, hey, what's going on, George? You all right? You need help? Or we're just kind of like, it's like, George, it's like George is like perfectly everything. finished. And then the rest of them are like, we're getting low on money here. We need to just wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, speaking yeah, more importantly, Cary Grant's putting of, his belt on. And he <laughs> That's right. And he takes his shoes out of the box. I like that. Got the tissue paper well, in he there. He does like all classy gentlemen do. He asks for some bourbon. <laughs> yes. Well, a couple pints. That's, that's what I would ask for. I like that. I think that's, well, he says he said he wants a pint that. and then he's like, "Well, can I join?" He's like, "Better make it a court then." <laughs> Yeah, he said a couple <laughs> points. He's like, "Can I join you? You better make it a court." <laughs> yeah, that is good stuff. I yeah. like yeah. that. I I like that move too, and that's a movie move because, like in real life, he'd just be like, "Whatever you got, come on, does not well, argue." That I have that problem in a lot of movies and television shows where, like, "Can I get you a drink?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll have a Snapple." Well, how do you know yeah. what he has? How do you? Yeah, exactly. that always bothers me. Like the bourbon. How do I you know, know he's got? I bourbon feel like you would say, "Hey, well, what do you like? Oh, uh, give me a seven and seven. Yeah, how about some tap water?" And <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. You got a sprite. How's that sound? <laughs> That's why normally you should do the opposite thing. Like if somebody comes to your house, you don't just blanket ask them, "Hey, do you want something to drink?" Or you can ask them that, but like you don't just let them pick anything. You're like, "Here's what I have." Yeah. Right. <laughs> Here's what well, I that's have. what they usually do in movies. I'll, I'll have some cranberry juice. What makes and why do you have a urinary tract infection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sick. <laughs> I had a, a friend of mine came over one time, and we still laugh about this years later. Um, but he, he was like, I'll take anything you have. And I handed him a V8, and I stared at him. And I was like, is that good? Is that what you wanted? <laughs> no. Then hand it back, and you tell me what you want. I would drink it. I oh like my V8. god! I do like V8. That's why I had it. But I knew that that was not going to. I knew that there was one of two options with a V8. Is one is you say, "Ooh, V8," or, or you say, "No, no V8." You know the reason. By the way, here's a bit of trivia. I watched a, a YouTube video, which again I'm plugging YouTube because I love that YouTube teaches us everything <laughs> nowadays. Like we will. We will no longer need institutions of higher learning. We can all just go on YouTube and learn about everything. But do you know why um, uh, V8 and tomato juice is so popular on airplanes? It's that when you get up that high, you, lo you lose a little bit of your sense of smell, but you lose your sense of taste as well because of that. And, and, and sound, the humming of the airplane, also kills a bit of your sense of taste, but... Tomato juice can cut through that. Tomatoes have the power to cut through that. 
I wonder if ginger ale does because I I hate ginger ale. But if I want an airplane, I always want a ginger ale yeah. for some reason. I don't. I think it might be. I, I that's weird. I can't say, but that's the that makes sense because it's a strong, powerful flavor. They yeah. say that you know, like the people that design airline foods, they're very big on cinnamon and a few other things. That's why you always have those biscotti cookies or whatever they're called. The mm-hmm. the Bischoff cookies, yeah. salty that, peanuts. Yeah, because yeah. they find that you know that those are flavors people can still really taste at that altitude. Wow! So learning, <laughs> we've, we've, learned we've learned a lot of things. <laughs> we've all worked together. Uh, I'm tired. Actually. Well, you're not going to be as tired as uh, Cary Grant's about to be because it becomes painfully obvious as the professor leaves the room that he's not really interested in the bourbon. He's looking to make a getaway. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get out of here because he unpacks his loafers as fast as he can. <laughs> puts them on watching the door like I, I the first time I watched this when he's talking to the professor and he's telling him oh yeah go get something for me I thought he was going to crack him over the head when he turned around I feel like in the modern day movie that's what's going to happen that's his escape plan of like I'll get him to turn his back I'll hit him over the head with this 37 pound clock radio and I will make my escape now did he have the blue socks on the whole time with the tail too I never noticed them until he was blue and blue and yellow underneath Listen. that's a little weird I, again, it's one of those, like, I feel like if you're Cary Grant, if you're moving, say you're modern day, if you're like a Channing Tatum or Ryan Gosling or whatever, you can get away with wearing whatever you want. It's the rest yeah, of us schlubs that can't do it. Like, you, you wear, like, you start walking around in blue socks. Somebody's like, oh, my God. Yeah, what are you doing with that on? I like that um, they gave him just something to get by with, and there was even a handkerchief yeah, in that. Yeah, something box. to get by with. This guy's got, like, a $1,500 suit on. <laughs> are you sure you can get by on this i mean some of this stuff is off label it's not even it's not even name brand you know i don't think so yeah. i think it's all the watch is here. not even a rolex <laughs> what does he grab off the cat like his wallet probably i think so there? yeah his wallet some i don't even know yeah he looks more tanned and rested after getting punched in the face and put in the hospital than i would be like after like three days of vacation by myself this entire movie, he looks like he, he just came out of a salon. Yeah, he's never, never, flustered, never. No matter he, what, he punched yeah, gets punched in the face. In the face guns pulled on him. Pretends to get shot. Like nothing. He just walks it off like yeah. nothing's going on. <laughs> he does get a big bruise on his back. We, we seen that. Yeah, when he fell over, he got a bruise. Yeah. See, he's not a machine. He's a man. He's just a much better <laughs> man than you are. <laughs> At 51. fifty-one again, he's fifty-four, fifty-five. No, oh, fifty-one. <laughs> I know. It makes you feel good about yourself, doesn't it? Remember that uh, yeah. next time you're getting ready to get in the shower and you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> or you have trouble because you didn't feel like lifting your leg that high. <laughs> or you, you hurt yourself doing something that this guy who's you know, 15, 20 years older than you is doing with no problem. I, I guess there's a reason why he was a you know movie star well into when he just decided, like, oh, I don't need to do this anymore. Like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm going to walk away. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I guess that's why Hitchcock calls you back time after time after time. Right, he was one of the yeah. go-to, wasn't he? Oh, he was. A lot of him, a lot of Jimmy Stewart. What did I just see? There was one of his on the other day. Notorious, is it, he's in that, right? I think it was. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. And it's like four minutes remaining. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got Comcast. You just I do not have movie. Comcast. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I don't have any <laughs> options down here. I got Comcast. Well, that's it. Move out of the sticks, my friend. <laughs> I do yeah. like that he's putting on a belt, and I'm pretty sure like uh, that looks like the same belt I have. Although his is probably made of like actual leather instead of God knows what mine's made of. Mine, right. mine's, yeah, yeah mine's, mine's made of like old Pepsi cups or something. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's it's at best it's a bunch of different cows pressed <laughs> together to make a belt. It's whole it cows no pressed together. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's by it's like you know how when you get a furniture over at um, IKEA, it's not made out of like one cut of wood. It's like oh, yeah, they gotcha. chop it up and press it. They're just chopping up a bunch of cows and pressing it together to make that. Belt. Yeah, I, I do like that. His his wearing around the house outfit is like what I would wear to a wedding, <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, he does put his wallet. I just don't. What goes in the other pocket besides the wallet? Yeah. It looked like a picture of some sort, but I couldn't figure it yeah, out. The wallet goes into the left pocket, and he puts something else into the right, because he puts the handkerchief in, and then he picks up a bunch of other stuff, and I can't see what goes into the right pocket, because he kind of blocks it with his body. Yeah. And then we get a furtive look from Cary Grant, and then we kind of wrap to the end of this. Yeah. We hit the end. No, that was what? not... Uh, somebody yeah, else just hit the that end. was it. I don't worry. I just fell down a flight of steps. It's no big deal. Like we were gone. I feel like I thought we were. I thought it was like the gong show. Yeah, it's like, oh, that means that means our minute is up. That means we've come to the end. Jim O'Kane hit that from his uh, his secret layer to let us know that we have wandered off too much and we need to get back on topic. A big hook came out, and started pulling us off the stage. And now here comes Gene, Gene, the dancing machine, and the unknown comic to do the next minute. Uh, you know what? I'd listen to that minute. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and so with the other eleven people that got that reference. <laughs> All right. So I do. Anybody have anything for this minute? I mean, honestly, not much happens. It's a you know, Chris and I cover a lot of Kevin Smith movies, and we have a lot of similar scenes to this of just two people in a room <laughs> talking. Right. Uh, now, normally, one of those people I is just, not Cary Grant. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I I do want to point out because I think that uh, again, the concept of him getting dressed on camera, I think, is a big deal. And I feel like we, as a society, when something is brand new and fresh, it it is innovative, and then over time, it it ceases to be important because everybody's done it but i feel like and i don't know this for a fact but i feel like this is one of the very first examples you would see of a man getting dressed like this on camera well i mean there's only one of two ways that'll happen either you're right or people are going to go into the man on washington's nose and tell us how wrong we are <laughs> either way it should make for a good conversation all right do anybody have anything else if you don't have anything for this minute if you want to i don't know guy when's the last time you've seen uh north by northwest um, I saw this movie, I want to say about five or six years ago, I was doing uh, AFI list and I was trying to see everything. And, and so I saw this, it's within the past 10 years, um, but this is a great movie. I mean, obviously, I, I don't think you have to tell, you have to, I don't think you have to sell people on this one. It's a, it's a wonderful film. Yeah, it doesn't make that, it's in that great group of things where somebody tells you to go back, oh, go back and watch this classic film from, you know, 50, 60 years ago. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess. And then there, it's that one of, let's say, five that you're like, this movie totally lives up to what everybody said it was going to be. Yeah. Because like, you can get some where you're, you watch an old movie and you're like, ugh. Like, it's got weird pacing. It's got stilted dialogue. And you're like, this is weird. Like, I don't like this. And some movies, even even that you can overlook in some movies. But sometimes it's it's a hurdle some people can't get over. This is still a very, while it's obviously, you can tell it's 1959, but it's enough of a... A modern movie, I would say, where like I don't think anybody'd be thrown off. Listen, if you've seen a James Bond movie, you kind of know the beats that are going to hit hit this film, right? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's if you if this was a James Bond movie and you ranked it in there, like it's it's better. Even the spy parts of it are better than most James Bond movies. 
<laughs> like it has a mo- more coherent narrative. It has a better villain than most of them and a better like secondary villain than most of them. The love interest is better than most of the Bond girls. It's almost like this Hitchcock fella. He's got a career ahead of him. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, he knows what he's doing. As long as you don't look too closely into how he treated his actors, you're good. Yeah, apparently, apparently, uh, directors from 50, 60 years ago who were already 60 at the time, maybe not the easiest people to work with sometimes. That happens. <laughs> All right. I do not have anything else. Uh, Guy, you want to tell the fine people from the Hitchcock Minute where they can find you? Look, if you guys are are, are like uh, Cary Grant in this movie and you want yourself a bourbon, I am the host of the Drunk on Disney podcast and the author of a new cocktail guide called Bibbity Boozity Book. Uh, just search Guy Hutchinson. You can find it on Amazon. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and everything else. I hope you enjoyed this time with me and, and Chris and Jeff because this was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> now back to you. In no. the studio. <laughs> I was worry. waiting for Jeff again. I, that, that, that's what we. That's what I usually do to him on our podcast. I was just, I was leaving you out there to die. <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We do movies. Uh, oh my goodness! Oh boy, <laughs> we, we do the movies containing Jay and Silent Bob one minute at a time. You sure? Doing this movie here. Are you sure we do us. that? <laughs> I think so. I think so. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Uh, that's all I got. No, yeah, yeah. you yeah. can. If you're looking for more of this uh, lovely stuff, uh, you can find it over on the Hitchcock Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Uh, you can head over to the big site uh, HitchcockMinute.com. Yeah, there's also the man on Washington's nose on Facebook. You can go in there and tell us all the things we got right, and more importantly, all the things Chris got wrong this minute. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and us also on Twitter at uh, Hitchcock Minute. Uh, I think that's it for us. Uh, farewell, everyone.